This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode 18, Feeling Your Feelings, Even When They Suck. Today, we discuss how easy it is to resist our feelings instead of just feeling them. We try and talk to our kids, our friends, our coworkers, our family members out of negative feelings, but does it help in the long run? Could all the resistance be blocking us from getting to the root of the problem? Let's discuss. Well, 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 welcome to the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with your friends about all the wellness. Let's discuss what the gurus are saying and weave the good stuff into our lives. We aren't experts, but we are your friends and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Hey boo, can you leave us a review? It would be so nice of you. It helps us reach people who would enjoy it too. Thank you. Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. Hello there. So glad you guys are here with us today. And we've had some pretty awesome interviews the last couple weeks. We hope you have enjoyed and partaken of the goodness of those really great people that we've spoken to. The people and their product. I mean, just really great. Yeah. And their bevies. And their bevies. Yes, absolutely. Which, on that note, what are we drinking today? Britt, I just have my regular old iced chai tea latte. That's just kind of your go-to. It's my go-to, yeah. What kind of milk are we doing in that bevy? Well, I actually have been mixing it up lately because I was doing a soy milk, but, you know, there's just so many things that you can read up on about that. And so I've been playing around with other milks. Dabbling in other milks. Dabbling. (laughs) You've been dabbling in different milks. Yes, I've been dabbling around with the almond, with the coconut. (laughs) I appreciate that. It's how we keep our lives exciting here. Yeah, yeah. I just really want to keep it fresh and sexy. Yeah. I am actually drinking a Starbucks beverage as well. I'm doing the iced passion Tazo. I know you can make it at home. But I did get it there, and they do half water in it, and sometimes I'm fine with that. I just like the hint of flavor and nice and hydrating vibe with that thing. I did not do sweetener, so it has more of like a tea taste, but I like it. It's an herbal tea. There's no caffeine. Yeah. So See, I like, uh, this is hard because Starbucks, the chai is my jam because they have a drive-thru next to my kid's ooh, school. Ooh, so it's your morning drink. It's my morning drink, but it's also not my favorite chai. Yeah, yeah There's a yeah. hundred other chais I would prefer if they had a drive-thru. It's just the convenience. Come on, yeah. people. Uh-huh. More drive-thrus. More drive-thrus, please. To encourage more laziness in this country. Yeah, kid, I door dash my chai to my front door every morning. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, we want to launch into our topic today, you guys. We want to talk about something that the gurus call the 50-50 of life. Mm-hmm. And we call it going havers. Going havers. We've all gone havers. We are going havers still to this day. Mm-hmm. It's just the deal we made when we chose to come to this beautiful place called Earth. Yes. There's going to be half good, half bad, however you want to broaden those terms of good and bad right yeah and you know it's like you come here you got havers you have havers from the very beginning at the lunch table with your best friend are you gonna go havers on the pb and j uh there you go let's split it in havers yep you go havers whatever the sandwich they got and whatever sandwich you got you so go i will there. be saying no i don't go havers don't <laughs> share your food with me or your cold meat <laughs> i go havers i mean this is something that dates back to Growing up, when we would find something we really wanted to buy, we'd saved up our allowance, 
And we would come to my dad because it was still too expensive. And we would say, please, will you go Havers with us, dad? And oftentimes he would. It was just like this glorious thing to have somebody go Havers with you. And you didn't have to save up the other half of the item. So, I mean, this is just a term we like to use for it. And... And it's partially because Hal literally put the Hal in Havers. There you go, because it is spelt with an H-A-L. Yes, H-A-L-V-E-R-S. I did Havsies. She does Havers. I like it. Havsies is actually equally great. I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) So we think this is so important to be really aware of. And for some reason, it doesn't feel so good to hear it. Like, we're sitting here saying it, and some of you right now are listening, and you're like, what? No, never mind. If you're going to tell me that life is 50-50, and I have to go halvesies on the good and halvesies on the bad, then forget it. And I don't like, want to listen. I know people who, it does not seem like they're going havers. I know people who seem to be having more of an 80-20 life experience, mm-hmm. and I'm over here having a 40-60 or something. Right, right. right. Like, I would say, like, Beyonce, it doesn't feel like she's 50-50 in this world. Right. Like, how could she possibly be going 50-50 yeah, in the same Yeah, it feels more like a 90-10. Yeah, it does. Just even from the aesthetic, Yeah, you know? just, just her voice and her bod. Yeah, you She's know, in the 90th. It's just really not true. All even of us Beyonce have. is 50-50. Imagine that. Let's just put it this way. You don't want to hear that life's 50-50 and you don't want to believe us when we say that because you feel like you know people who have it much better than you have it. And yes, I do think when you pile in some resistance, it gets worse than 50-50. You might have more of a 40-60 experience, but it doesn't have to be. We can all just play the even game of 50-50. Okay, so talk to us more about resistance, Britt, because Brooke Castillo, she says, when you resist the negative feelings, you also resist the positive feelings. Ooh, and you know who backs that up? Who? Good old Brene. Ugh. Brene Brown says, we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive emotions. So whether we're resisting or we're numbing... We have to realize that we're choosing to resist or numb both the bad and the good. Okay, so I love that thought, Britt, because when I learned this concept, and of course I wanted to resist it and be like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, life's better than that. Life's better than 50-50. So then when I heard Brene say this, I was like, I don't want to miss the positive ones. I don't want to resist those. No way. Okay, fine, I'll take it all. Right, and so if you're going to live in this kind of numbed out lifestyle where you don't actually have to process or feel the really bad things. You just kind of like flit off into la la land and pretend and plug your ears and sing a song out loud kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that you also are doing that to some degree on the good things. Yeah. You're also numbing out the Beyonce music. Oh, back to Beyonce. Thank you for that. That is so relatable. Okay. So We want to talk about all the different places we kind of hear this idea of like a havers Havers. thing happening. Yep. Nothing new. Sunrise, sunset. Night and day, darkness and light. Roses and thorns. Every rose has its thorn. I'll help (laughs) you. Just like every cowboy sings a sad sad song i think i missed a couple lines in there in fact i think there's a lot of things in that song Uh, oh yeah just like every night has its dawn Uh uh-huh i mean okay there's contrast people there is contrast in this life that is part of the deal we all know it 
and we know you can't have one without the other. That is very clear. However, most of us don't really want to settle into the difficult 50, the difficult half. And Brooke Castillo gives us this awesome example about a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. She talks about how that feeling you have when you're click, click, clicking up the track of the roller coaster. Okay, do you think that they make it click, click, clack to build anticipation? Or do you really feel like it's a mechanical thing? (laughs) I think the clicky clacky is part of the experience. You think it's sound effects? Yeah. I do not think that, but it could be. Actually, when you say that, though, it makes me think like Disneyland doesn't make that sound. It's like the rough carny carny rides that really so you're are saying clicky. i only go to carnivals <laughs> i was gonna say where have you been going <laughs> the truth is i know you go to disneyland they all kind of have a little click clacky come to think of it maybe it is maybe there's a soundtrack i've never known of or you think they place the mechanical click clack in yeah there. i think it's part of the engineering okay could be build no. anticipation and that's true and here's the thing if we were really climbing this thing to our death would we be handling that feeling that we're having very well no but we know that it's going to be over we know that it's a joy ride we know that it's going to pass we even know that the steep downhill part that's really fun Mm -hmm. and exciting is going to be all over in a matter of minutes because if we thought our whole life was just going to be whipping us around the whole time we wouldn't enjoy any of it but we have this understanding that it's going to pass Right. The fun is going to pass. The scary parts are going to pass. And we're just going to ride the roller coaster and then it's going to be over. So we very readily accept those emotions. But when they come up in our life and we don't know how long they're going to last and we don't know what's causing them and we don't really want to be feeling like that right now, oftentimes we resist it. We try to talk ourselves out of feeling how we're feeling. Right. We don't put our hands in the air and start cheering. No, we don't. So... Give me an example that you can think of in your life where you on purpose resist. Okay, so here's one example I have is that I have forever been like I have a three or a four o'clock crash. I think it's no coincidence that three or four would be about the time that we're getting home. All the kids are piling in. Yes, all the kids are piling in. We're moving on to the next activity. We heard about how school has been. Are we heading to a practice? What are we doing? So I'm going to tell you lots of transitions. And so a lot of times I might be like, gosh, I'm so tired. I'm just like crashing here. I guess I'll just go out to my ice maker and fill up a huge thing and chug my Diet Coke as quick as I can. Right. But what I've realized in doing some of this thought work and some of these feeling of my feelings, even the ones that suck. Yes. I have realized that the feeling that I'm feeling isn't tired. The feeling I'm having is overwhelm. Yeah. And a little bit of resistance to transition. Okay. And so I think the feeling of overwhelm is, okay, so I always kind of call it rush hour at our house. It's like the time where everybody needs you and you're flipping from being just your regular old woman during the day to like mom mode. Right. So the havers is... Five minutes ago, I was peacefully cleaning the kitchen. I was listening to a podcast. Uh-huh. I was kind of in my own little world. And then all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden, wham! Yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> wham. Yeah. And so the other 50% is coming in hot. Yes. The other 50% is coming in hot. And no offense to my kids. No. They are not a fif- They are not like the negative thing. Of course not. The negative thing is the feeling of overwhelm that I have of, okay, game time. Like, how are we going to do this? 
And so there is resistance there. And I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm this. I'm that. Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe you're quickly reaching for that Diet Coke or a power bar or something to quickly escape that feeling of overwhelm. Uh Uh-huh. You're trying to just quickly get out of it or distract your mind from it or something. Yes. I think a lot of times during transitions, I try to distract my mind a little bit from it. And I don't know why. Why do I think a transition so hard? It's not. You do it every day. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine about it. However... Once I realized it was overwhelm and I could figure out what it felt like, how it looked and felt in my body, the resistance was no more. And then I could be like, oh, this is just when you feel overwhelmed. You have four children that just walked in the house. They all need to wash their hands. They all need to, you know, get their studying out or they need to get to a practice. Or they need a quick snack or they had a bad day or a million different things. Exactly. And so this is just that part of your day. This is just that part of my day. And so now when I have dropped the resistance to it and been like, ah, nope, you're not tired. You're not hungry. What you're feeling is overwhelm. Let's go from there. Let's have that our jumping point. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think we were talking about this before and we were kind of talking about how when you initially come head to head with a difficult emotion, the negative halvesies of things, you automatically for some reason feel like you're not going to be able to handle it. And so I think that's why you quickly grab for something, you know. Brit, good point. But of course, you can handle it. And sometimes by trying to escape it quickly or resisting it, it actually escalates. It makes it worse. It makes it worse. I mean, we see more magnified examples of this when you think about emotions like anxiety. Mm -hmm. And if you try to resist or bottle up that feeling of anxiety, it manifests in a panic attack. Mm -hmm. Because you weren't able to just sit with that emotion and be like, oh, this is anxiety. I feel that in my stomach. It tightens in my throat. I know exactly what this is. And sit and kind of just be with it. Instead, you're like, no, 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 no. Not right now. I can't do this. I'm not going to be able to handle it. And then there's a freak out that heightens into a panic attack. We can see this with the small things in our life and the big things in our life. I remember last year, around November, we had quite a thing happen in our community. Tell them about it, Cassandra. Okay, so in November of 2018, our community here got a little bit rocked. Not a little bit. I'm not going to downplay it. We got rocked here. Yeah. We live in the Thousand Oaks community in Southern California, and there was the borderline shooting. It was a mass shooting that happened at one of the local bars here that people around here grew up going to and was really a place of community and unity and having a shooting there really rocked our worlds like we knew people that worked there we knew people that were there and it was really tough yep and followed up quickly behind that within a week or two like within the next couple days yeah within the next couple days you're totally right we all started evacuating from the fires Some people were out for just a couple of days. Others were out for weeks. And some people are still out of their homes. And it stretched a long way. It really, really just roared through our community all the way to the coast to Malibu. And it was scary. And there was a ton of emotion there going on. And that is something that we don't want to resist. We didn't want to resist the sadness for friends who had lost their homes or family. We didn't want to resist the feelings of terror that our kids were feeling and displacement from being out of their homes, right? Absolutely. And I think that 
as a whole, it was the thing where, yeah, of course, it's nice if you can kind of escape those emotions for a minute or two and watch an episode of The Office or do something that kind of brings something lighthearted. But the truth is that overall, we all were carrying around kind of a heaviness and a sadness. And of course, it wasn't because, from what we've learned from this work, it wasn't because of the shooting and it wasn't because of the fires. It was because of the thoughts that we had about the shooting. It was because of the thoughts that we had about all the people who lost their homes and that we were evacuated and selecting what we would take with us in that moment of panic. All of that is 100% what drove those emotions. But because of our humanity, because of our value system, because of the kind of people we want to be, we didn't want to not have those thoughts. No, not at all. Those emotions and those thoughts and those feelings 100% were things that we wanted to keep. And that meant that at that time, we had to experience some uncomfortable feelings and emotions. We just kind of had to sit with them. And sometimes with our kids, we saw it in their behaviors, some acting out, things like that. And it was our job to help them identify what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that that process of identifying it, I talked about this a couple episodes ago near the beginning where we were talking about with my son Bo that sometimes when he's scared at night, I go in and I talk to him and we talk about the scared feeling that he has. What color is it? Where is it in his body? Mm -hmm. I love when you explained that. Yes, we do this whole little thing and he'll tell me. He knows exactly what color it is. He knows where it is in his body. He knows if it's sticky or if it's slimy. He knows if it's hot or if it's cold. I mean, all of it, right? And we do this whole thing where we vacuum it out and we really work through it in his mind. But that happens for us too. If we can slow ourselves down and really identify where we feel these feelings in our bodies, I think that can be so helpful just processing the emotion. Right. I love the way that you coach him through that, Brit, and I've been trying that myself. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, this is just a little well check. This is just a little mini episode that we wanted to talk to you guys about this. And we want to leave you with our five steps that have helped us feel our feelings even when they suck. Even when they suck. They've helped us handle the havesies, havers, the experience that is this life. Yes. And here's what they are. Number one, havers is just a part of life. That's it. Number two, This too shall pass. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when you think about your kitchen example, when the kids all walk in, before you can even realize that it's overwhelm, not hunger or whatever, I think that's a really helpful thought right away is be like, okay, whatever's coming up for me right now isn't going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. Most emotions only last a few minutes. Most emotions. Most emotions. That's really nice to know. And speaking of emotions, number three is... What emotion is this really? We really have found in this work that you start identifying emotions and sometimes you unearth other emotions you didn't realize you were having. Absolutely. You think that you usually always feel just five different emotions on Mm -hmm. a rotation Mm -hmm. and then you start getting a lot more specific and you realize certain things are disappointment, other things are vulnerability, other things are, you know, whereas you normally would have just been like happy, sad. Yeah, happy, sad, angry, mad. Yes. Wait, that's not half. So he sounds all <laughs> negative, except happy. 
you know, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Even Beyonce is working on it. Number four, identify where it is in your body and what it feels like and just be aware of it. Just like Britt does with Bobo. It's just and, the first step. I mean, just yeah. the awareness. Yeah. Doesn't mean you just magic wanded away. Just start becoming aware of what it feels like. Completely. And number five, take some time to backtrack and figure out the driving thought. Because if there is a driving thought that's not serving you, maybe you do want to get rid of it. When we go back and we look at something like the fires and the shootings that happened in our community and we wanted to feel those feelings of sadness and I think grief for our community, those were good. Those were actually feelings that we did want to have. Even though they weren't comfortable and they were definitely on the negative 50 if you're going to look at life that way. Right. They were negative emotions that we were choosing in a sense because of our humanity, because of the kind of people we want to be in this world, because Mm -hmm. we don't want to be numb, narcissistic aliens. There's plenty of those around here. You know? There's plenty of narcissistic aliens running around. We don't need two more. We didn't really want to do that. So we join you, Beyonce. And Brene. And Brene. And Brooke Brooke. Castillo. The three Bs. It is such a good idea to take a look at it and just decide whether or not it's a thought that you want to keep or a thought that you don't really need to keep. If you are looking to dive into this a little bit more, you can look at our buffering episode. There's all sorts of episodes that we have done to try to help people understand their feelings, where it's coming from. And how to not resist that emotion, even when it sucks. Even when it sucks. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And now we're going to transfer on into our well, looky here. Well, 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 looky here. Okay. And what do we got for you today? Well, I'll tell you what. We got something that Cassandra is excited about. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. I'm so excited about this. Guys, today... You know, I'm not even going to say I'm excited about it. It's fine. (laughs) It's just whatever. Yeah, it's just kind of whatever. So for those of you who live around a Trader Joe's, I know everybody does these Trader Joe's hauls. I am here for it. I will take all your Trader Joe's recommendations. But one that I've been using for years now, and it continues to just inspire last minute meals at my home, is the Mexican style roasted corn in the frozen food section what the what you for sure have had this at my house the reason i like it is because it cooks up in about seven minutes so what it is is it's just frozen corn you throw it what i just pictured it in my mind i know exactly you know what exactly talking what i'm now. talking about oh my gosh this is such good stuff yes right? i think everybody needs this i usually have a couple bags in my freezer i don't have a lot of frozen food but this is one of my go-tos yeah absolutely okay so this is what you do you put a little bit of oil in your pan you throw the corn in there and it has frozen, it's not packages, but it's like frozen blocks almost of the sauce. And if I'm serving it to kids, the sauce can be a little bit spicy. So I'll take out like half of those little sauce things and then you just heat it up. And then once it's nice and bubbly, they have a packet of cojita cheese. 
and you sprinkle that on and it's amazing it's a great side dish it's great in bowls it's great in salads we put them in tacos it's a great option for a vegetarian taco or burrito we'll mix it with a can of black beans sometimes for something a little heartier or even lentils it just is one of those things that again and again and again I keep finding things for you can make a dip with it you can make anything a dip's still a thing yes of course I love a dip I'm such a liar I've never made a dip in my life but other you people know, might dip. You would dip a chip in this. I would dip a chip in it. See? I'd put in a guac. Turns out you're a dip lover. I'm a dip lover after all. <laughs> you know what the thing is about dips is not all dips are creamy. You know? Yeah. If you want to send me a recipe of a white creamy dip, I'm going to say no. But if you want it to be roasted corn, I'm going to say yes. Pass me a chip. You hand me a Frito chip. Okay, go, Britt. What's your wellicky here? My wellicky here for today is the ggpip.com. Wait, don't say this until I order mine. Oh. I don't want them to all take it. (laughs) Good news. This one's not going up for a week or so. So you can order now. Okay, so ggpip.com. We've got the Monroe hat. And it is my favorite, and I have it in a couple colors, and I always get compliments on it, and it has adjustable sizes, although you can order a size, but then it's also adjustable from there. Highly recommend. You're going to love it. And you guys, we can't thank you enough for joining us today. We love you so much. Be well. Be well. Let's hook up on Instagram at the Well, Well, Well podcast for a little bit more Well, Well, Wellness. Well, 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 well,